the week of December 19th. Merry Christmas, everyone. This is Mojo Weekly. I'm John. Fuck you, John. Your life is so pathetic. I get a charity tax break, but just by hanging around you. Uh, fuck you, Shorzy. And here's your news. Uh, it has been nothing but Letterkenny all day in the chat room. Uh, nonstop Letterkenny on the chat room. I fucking love it. All right, let's get to the news, Josh. We had some stuff going on this weekend. Uh, most importantly, or this week, uh, most importantly, the Nintendo Indie Direct. Ooh. Lots of stuff announced on Thursday. So let's go through it. We're going to talk about the games that they mentioned. So first up, we got Chicory, A Colorful Tale. This game has already been out on Steam. It's one of the highlights of the year for me. Uh, coming to Switch. Uh, actually, it's out. It's there. It's now. You can go grab it. Chicory. Uh, what is it? Chicory. Uh, it's, you know, it looks like it looks like a coloring book. And then your character wanders around top-down Zelda style and uh, fills in the world. And uh, it's a really, really cool game. Uh, you know, like an adventure uh, kind of game with a really great story. Okay. And another cool feature is that it's got tons of accessibility options you can hmm. just fuck with this thing all day long you can turn the difficulty completely off and just be like show me the story wow you know, like they they went nuts on on access on uh, accessibility options that's really this cool game and it's great <clears throat> um let's see after love ep looks okay uh it's a rhythm game and a visual novel kind of game uh a lot of these story games just don't do it for me they're they're just a little too a tale of understanding and <laughs> self-discovery and i'm just like fuck you i got enough of that in my day-to-day -day. i'm just gonna i just want to jump on fucking goomba's heads and slash shit so anyway Sometimes that's looks okay that's what you need man yeah alicia with two eyes uh the oblivion of twin goddesses it's a 3d puzzle game where a couple twin sisters are stuck in a temple look neat look like a puzzle platformer kind of deal Hmm. Uh, but you know it was all right here's one that uh i think you mentioned that you were interested in sea of stars very much so yes i think it looks fucking beautiful yeah brought it's an rpg isometric action rpg uh brought to us by the same folks who made the messenger which we're going to talk about later spoiler um but uh looks really really good and uh partially scored by composer uh, Yasunoru, Yasunori sorry, Mitsuda, uh, who uh, scored the Chrono games, Trigger and oh, uh, Cross. Nice! That's pretty epic, man. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, it takes place, apparently, in the same world as The Messenger, but you don't need to play The Messenger. Oh, I yeah. Uh, coming out next year, late next year. Uh, Figment is a isometric platformer getting a sequel. It's called Figment 2. Shocker. Uh, <laughs> the demo is out there now if you want to check it out. Uh, this one looks cool. Locomotive. It is a point-and-click murder mystery Ooh. set on a train in the 1930s. Uh, looks like this game was meant for me. Yeah. I love murder mystery comedy games. You know? Hell yeah, dude. Uh, love that stuff. Um, that sounds amazing. Uh, I don't... Sometimes adventure games get a little obtuse for me, though, where it's like, find this yeah. random item under the thing, and and the only way you can get through it is with a guide. I, I hope it's not one of those. We should do a we uh, should do a, a adventure slash point and click special where we talk about our favorite adventure games. Right on. 
I'd be down. Let's do it now. Just trash uh, the rest of this episode. Let's just talk about point and click stuff. <laughs> it's over. It's over. Uh, let's play Boink <laughs> Games. So it's what? a bundle uh, of tabletop games, oh. uh, such as Deep Sea Adventure, which I own. Fun little game. Nice. And uh, a fake artist goes to New York. <laughs> uh, I think it's a total of like five or six tabletop games. And I've been getting into like playing tabletop games on my game console. I just... I kind Very of prefer cool. it because, you know, the, the system takes care of the rules. You don't have to yeah. bag up the pieces when you're done. You know, it's just like jump in. Every now and then they give you a little assist. You know, I, I'm just True. down with that. It makes my life easier. I get that. Uh, this one, uh, I'm sorry, man. This one looked depressing as hell. Endling, Extinction is Forever. So this is a game where you're a mother fox and... Oh uh, taking on environmental hazards caused by humans and trying to keep your three baby foxes alive. Woof, this looked like a depressing game. Yikes. Uh, I, 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 you know, you're wandering through what looks like just a overrun, uh, you know, back lots, backyards, you know, and just with, uh, it looked horrible. I'm sorry. It just looked, I mean, the game itself looked pretty and I'm sure it's a yeah. nice enough game, but it just looked like misery. <clears throat> What kind of game is it? Is it similar to like Limbo, which is also a depressing style game? Yeah. Yep. I would, I would okay. say. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is another one I'm excited for. Uh, this has been uh, in the works for a while. Ali Ali World. Hmm. Uh, I, I like the first two Ali Ali games, but this one's more open world. Hmm. Uh, and this will be available on February 8th. So it's coming up. Oh, that's cool. Coming up. Uh, here's one for you, Josh. River City Girls 2. I've actually never played the first uh, one, in. so that's 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 exciting. It's good. I think I I think I played it on Game Pass. I'm not sure if it's still there, but uh, um, it was fun, nice. really fun. Uh, and this one has online play as well. Uh, so coming out in the summer, I can man. Uh, Dungeon Munchies, a side-scrolling action platformer. It's already out. Uh, it's about uh, hunting, cooking, and eating monsters. So there you go. Yum. Dungeon Munchies. <laughs> Yeah. That's a good name. Yeah. That's a good name. I like that. <laughs> uh, timely, T I M E L I E. Timely. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, it stars a cat, and you know you manipulate time a la Blinks the Time Sweeper. Maybe. <laughs> Holy shit! What is this? Uh, Two weeks in a row we've gotten to mention Blinks the Time Sweeper. It's amazing, <laughs> know, right? Uh, it's already out on the eShop along with a demo if you wanna if you wanna check it out. Very cool. Uh, and then they did a wait. We've got one more thing. But wait, and there's that more. Was, uh, that was Amori, which is a time traveling RPG. Uh, had little bits that looked a lot like Earthbound. Oh no way! A lot like Earthbound. Oh, I might have yeah. seen. I might have seen screenshots of that. That's really cool. Yeah, some of the gameplay bits. Looked a lot like you're wandering around Eagle Land with Ness and his buddies. You know, that's called Amori. Um, Amori, O M O R I E. Mm. Yeah. So that was that for the Indie Direct. Some cool stuff there. I'll definitely check out. But let's move on. Uh, elsewhere in Nintendo Land, uh, Nintendo announced they will be adding Banjo Kazooie to Nintendo Online uh, on in January. So that's cool. It's crazy. Uh, there's a rare game, right? Yeah. So that's pretty crazy. Is it cray, cray, cray? I may be getting my hopes up here, but that leaves the door open for Diddy Kong Racing. Oh, just saying. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You're right. That's true. If they can put Banjo Kazooie out there, 
they can sure as hell put Diddy Kong Racing out there. I mean, they already released it on the DS. Yeah. Why not put it out on Nintendo Online? It's true. Right? Hmm. Uh, and then just on uh, on Thursday, out of nowhere, no announcement, nothing whatsoever, Nintendo was like, hey, by the way, uh, on the Sega Genesis for Nintendo Switch Online, we've added Altered Beast, Dynamite Heady, Sword of Vermilion, Thunder Force 2, and Toe Jam and Earl. Hell yeah. <clears throat> Toe Jam and Earl and... Uh... And uh, Sword of Vermilion. Those are be my favorites on that. I like Sword of Vermilion quite a bit. It's a good game. Yeah. I'm a big uh, Dynamite Heady fan. I nice. Like, I like how kooky that game is. And uh, I played yesterday when this came out. I played uh, Thunder Force 2 for the first time. I have no idea how to get past the first level. Yeah. So a lot of people enjoy Thunder Force 2. It's uh, the first one and the second one. Um, I didn't get into the series until the third one. I, I just... And I, it's yeah, the top down, either. like the screwy, like, ooh, you know, you're going this way. And, oh, it's, you just don't understand how to play it. Maybe someday I'll get into it, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'd rather play three, four, and know, five, yeah. and six, and whatever. All the good ones. For sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, Josh, Windjammers 2 has a release date. It is coming out to the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and Steam, as well as Stadia Holy on shit. January 20th. Gorgeous. January 20th. Also, it'll be available on Game Pass. Huh. Uh, so here's a little little rundown. 25 years later, throwing flying discs at your opponents is still as cool as back in the day. <laughs> so it's a sequel to the Neo Geo classic Windjammers. It's the perfect mix between what you loved about the classic title and brand new mechanics. Fast-paced, strategic, easy to learn, but hard to masters. It follows the steps of the first episode, etc. More... PR stuff. So it is there'll be new challengers, new stages, new mechanics, and more. It is definitely cool to be into Windjammers, and it is definitely cool to to tell people that you loved Windjammers all the way back in the day with the Neo Geo. But I cannot think of one single friend of mine who ever enjoyed Windjammers, and when I go back and play it, I don't know. It seems all right. I never thought yeah. anything other than a stupid little pong. Uh, you know, disc ch- ch- passing game with a goal. And I don't know, man, like, I don't understand the hype. I'm glad people are into it, but I don't quite understand it. Yeah. I uh, honestly had never played it. Um, I, I, until I, I have it on like last year. Yeah. I have it on my 161 cart for my Neo Geo MVS. And I, as everybody's like talking about, Oh man, wind jammers. We love this game. It's great. What really? Okay. So I popped it in and I'm like, (laughs) yeah, this is what I remember it being. It's, it's fun, I guess, but I'm not going to sit here and claim that I loved it growing up. And it was like, just as kick-ass as Samurai Showdown 2. Like, fuck yeah, Windjammers. It's way up there, man. I was in the arcades putting quarter in after quarter. No, I wasn't. Nobody was. What the hell are you guys talking about? <laughs> Get fucked. Um, Get I- fucked! <laughs> Get fucked, Sharzy. <laughs> but uh, I-, I played it. I'm pretty sure I played... They, they did a remake of it, right? Yeah, in the past a couple years, years ago, yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm pretty sure I played that and enjoyed it. But that's all I know of Windjammers. Josh, here's something, though. Here's our final news item of the week. I'm ready for it. Do you remember the Astro City Mini that was released last year? Not at all. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, I did. Mini arcade with a bunch of Sega stuff on it. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, That was, you know, that was okay. I thought it was a neat idea, and there were some cool games on it. But a lot of it was like, I've played these games a thousand times on Sega. Yeah. You know, like collections and whatnot. Right. Well, Sega has announced the Astro City Mini B. 
Whoa. It's the second product in the Arcade Classic series following the original release last Hell year, yeah. this time last awesome. year, actually. It's coming out this summer uh, for about 20,000 yen. So we don't know the American price or if there will be one. Uh, mm-hmm. It is a reproduction of the Astro City Arcade Cabinet. Uh, this one has a vertical screen, hence the V. Oh, hell yeah. And contains 22 games. And Josh, I'm interested. Oh, are, are you? Uh, tell, I'm fucking interested. Tell me why. Why are you interested, John? Here's what I'm we've got. I'm, there are 22 games. I'm going to name a few of okay. them. Armed Police Bat Rider. Okay. Batsugun. Of course. Uh, Cosmo, Cosmo Police Galavan, which I had never heard of, but I watched some footage of it today, and I'm like, that sounds I think cool. I have a Cosmo Police Galavan t-shirt. I shit you not. And I don't even know what it's about. <laughs> of course you do. I do. Uh, I, got it from, I got it from our good friend Sarumaro. He uh, was giving away t-shirts at MGC a few years ago, and I'm like, that one looks cool. It was anime looking and whatever. It had a character in a spaceship or something like that. Yeah, I, I, I'll go yeah. look for it. I'll find it. That's- that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, what was the next one that I was going to name off here? Uh, Doug so Yoon, weird. which is another shmup. Sure. Uh, Fire Shark, also known as Same, Same, Same. Uh, Gunbird, Moon Cresta, Terra Cresta, Raiden, Samurai Aces, Sorcerer Striker, Tatsujin. Beautiful. Truxton 2. Truxton! Zaxxon. Zaxxon. Nice. And here's one for you. Wrestle War. <laughs> Thank God. I've been waiting for that. That was the game uh, in the arcades when you were walking around and you're going through and you're like, oh, I love this game. I love this game here and I love this game. And then in the corner, you hear this one go- one game constantly keep saying it in a loop of like 30 second attract mode where it goes one, two, three. That's the game. Wrestle War. Wrestle War. Wrestle War. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, and I mean, that's a good bundle, man. So depending on the price, you know, if they, if they can bring it down a little bit, I don't know that I'm paying 200 bucks for this thing, but is it having armed, armed police bat rider and Batsugun and yeah. a bunch of those other ones? Yeah. Uh, is it going to be, is it going to be in a, a mini, a mini cab thing? I get they're going to put it in and all that stuff all over again. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Hmm. With an HDMI out on it. There'll also be like a mini controller, a little six button controller or a mini six button arcade. Yeah, stick. that's pretty cool, yeah. oh, man. But but people are getting so creative nowadays, and I don't mean to shit on this at all. But people are getting so creative nowadays with the Mister and the FPGA stuff, yeah. and then with the Raspberry Pi and what you can get for emulation on those. You can put them in a. You can make your own mini arcade cab yeah. that's a Raspberry Pi. Like I've seen them online, and and it wouldn't for sure. It, you know, and, and then and then you not- have one. And you're not, yeah, I got one. I got one too. Uh, it's not a, I don't have the arcade. I got a regular Raspberry Pi, but like, uh, and then you're not dealing with 22 games. You're dealing with like 20,000 games. You know what I mean? For real. Like it's yeah. hard to weigh the options here. I'm, I'm sure collectors will love it though. Yeah. So uh, my Raspberry Pi that has probably, I don't know, 3000 arcade games on them. Uh, yeah. Sometimes the emulation is a little janky. Yeah. So like exactly. Batsugun, for example, is upside down. So oh, you gotta like stand on the other side of the table and play. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Okay. So sometimes, sometimes those, uh, those, uh, those the 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 porting or the not the porting, but the emulation is a little wonky on some of that shit. Or sometimes it stretches out automatically. Yep. And there's nothing you can do about yep. it. So, and I think Batsugun and Armed Police Batrider are two of the games that are affected by that janky emulation on my Raspberry Pi. But nice. anyway, so I thought that was neat. I was oh, like, yeah. wow, one of these things that I'm actually kind of interested in if I can get it for a good price. Right. 
That, my friend, is our news. And uh, it is time for the new releases. One game this week. It's Christmas week. Got one game. One game. That is Lacuna coming out for the PS4 and Xbox One. There it is. Your new releases. All right. Wow, I, I <laughs> are you, don't know what Lacuna is. <clears throat> are you overwhelmed? I, I don't even know where to begin. Where, let's let's uh, talk about... Sci-fi, it is a sci-fi noir adventure. Oh. So there you go. That's kind of cool. That's what Lacuna is. All right. So we gave it its time. We gave it the time it, it, <laughs> it deserves, I guess. Well, let's, uh, we, we should right. do a deep dive into Lacuna Macaca at some point. Yeah. Wow. Good joke. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. So the fo- for the folks who watch this on YouTube, I'm going to try something new so you don't have to stare at our stupid heads while Dale does his retro recap. I'm just going to put up a graphic. Josh and I are going to shut off our cameras and see if this works. Unfortunately, with the software we use, we won't know if it works until we're watching it along with you on YouTube. So uh, here goes. Uh, here is uh, Dale and his retro recap. Hey, hey, Mojo Weekly listeners, this is Dale, and welcome back to this week's recap of the latest retro re-releases, remasters, and remakes. As always, credit for this goes to GSK from Retronauts.com and LimitedRunGames.com. Let's get to it. The only physical release I have this week is Grand Theft Auto Trilogy, the definitive edition for PlayStation and Xbox consoles, hitting this week via most retailers for $60. I already hit digitally a few weeks ago, and this collection that collects uh, San Andreas GTA 3. And Vice City is now available on current consoles, physically. Moving on to digital releases for the Arcade Archives release this week, we have Mirai Ninja for the Switch and PS4 for $8. Mirai Ninja was a Japanese coin-op exclusive from Namco that first hit in 1988. It is an action platformer that was a licensed tie-in to a film that did release stateside here as Cyber Ninja and is the featured background music for this week. Moving on, next up we have Clockwork Aquario for the Switch and PS4 for $20. And we touched on this a couple weeks ago when it first hit Europe. And this formerly cancelled action platformer of the mid-90s from the creators of Monster Boy is now available in North America for the first time. Next up for Shmup fans, we have Death Smiles 1 and 2. And this collects both hit Xbox 360 titles that originated as Japanese arcade shooters from hit developers of the genre Cave, and it also adds in the Mega Black Label revision. This collection includes bonus training modes and online leaderboards, as well as new playable characters as paid DLC. Next up, we have Moon for the PS4 and PS5, and PC via Steam for $20. Now, we touched on this here in the Retro Recap last year, because it, when it that was when it first hit Switch and was being labeled as the anti-RPG that served as the official inspiration for Undertale, as quoted by the Undertale creator. Uh, now, the port of this quirky 1997 PS1 adventure game is now available on PS4 and Steam. Next up from the Neo Geo Arcade Archives on mobile platforms is the running gunner Shock Trooper for iOS and Android for four dollars and wrapping things up we have another ios and android release on mobile and that is garage bad dream adventure and gsk seemed especially ecstatic for this formerly japanese only point and click adventure game 
and that was because it is a crowdfunded localization slash remaster hybrid and this project adds an improved UI, a retuned difficulty, a map, and a whole lot more. Alright, that wraps it up for this week. Please make sure to check out the MojoMenace.com forums for more information on these releases. Back to you, John and Jash. All right, Josh, we're back. Now what's going to happen is we're going to watch this later and our heads are going to be squished like this and Dale's little graphic is going to be squished like this and YouTube people are going to be like, you guys are fucking, this is amateur hour over here. Yeah, I'm hoping so. I was scratching my nuts the entire time, so. (laughs) Sorry, guys. It's going to show up like this. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so it is time for the game spotlight. I thought today we would talk about a game we mentioned at the top of the show, The Messenger. Uh, came out about three years ago. Uh, I, I played it on the Switch. Where'd you play it? Switch. Same thing on the Switch. Switch as well. uh, really, really stoked. Uh, there was there was a time, I mean, I'm still kind of in the same phase that I was then, but I, that whole like idea of indie games that felt like retro games, um, Celeste, uh, Shovel Knight, uh, a few games like that that had that like, oh man, it could have been a missing Super Nintendo game that we just uncovered. So here, pop it in your game system, play <laughs> yeah. it. You know, they kind of have that feel to it. And Messenger... Dude, it was like if Tecmo gave a shit about Ninja Gaiden anymore, that's what you'd get yeah. with Messenger. Yeah. Um, and I remember, so I, I started it back then, never finished it. Uh, I don't know. I think I got probably, and and we'll, we'll get into the details in a little bit, but I probably got about three quarters of the way through the quote unquote eight bit part before I just got oh, sure. down for something else. And I don't remember what that was. Uh, and then, you know, this past week, Sea of Stars was announced and they're like, you know, brought to you from the goons who made the messenger. And, and I was like, fuck, I forgot about that game. I should go back and play yeah. some more. So the other night I put a good like three, four hours into it. Oh, yeah. Um, and I got to the second half of the game where it kind of turns into quasi 16 bit ish. Um, and uh, I'm really enjoying it outside of a few minor hiccups. So let's talk about what it okay. is. Messenger is kind of a a ninja-like game. Very much feels like Ninja Gaiden when you're playing it, like you mentioned. You stick to walls, you know, um, sometimes for better or worse, because you, sometimes you stick to things and you don't really want to, and you're like, God damn it. Uh, but, uh, God damn it. Um, but uh, you run, you run around, it's a run and a hack and slasher, right? Um, you eventually gain upgrades to your weapons. Um, you have uh, shuriukens. Or shurikens. Yep, sorry. It's not, it's not, it's not Street Fighter. He's uh, uh, got Ninja Stars, basically, essentially. And then you've also got, you get like a grapple, like a grapple ability. Yep. And then you also have uh, these abilities that I'm not as in love with. And it's kind of like this floaty uh, jump kind of thing where you kind of double jump and then you can just like float down. Yep. And then there's another one like that you kind of combine with that, that you can like extend your jump by floating doing the double jump and then attacking to kind of extend your jump so you like attack enemies yeah from enemy to enemy. isn't it like that, jumping that ability jumping to red dots is that what it is like you're kind of doing this like jump yeah and... more or less but you... it reminded me yeah, of um it reminded me of aladdin on the super nintendo if you do you recall that game at all um i mean i played it i it's been 30 yeah it was it it was an adorably easy version of of aladdin if you wanted to play through an easier version of it but it had some weird uh ideas in it where there were like these sticks 
coming out of the ground and you had to like double jump off the sticks to get to certain areas. And it was like, you used your hands yeah. to kind of, I don't know, almost like leapfrog over things. It reminded me a little bit of that in the messenger, but, um, and, and it, and it's weird because my issues with the messenger is probably the same thing that you had. I, I was totally cool with a graphically beautiful looking, uh, eight 16 bit, you know, inspired game where it's just hack and slash. You get through it, have very unique, um, interesting ideas for level design and stuff like that, which the game has, but they added just a little bit too much of a twerk to tweaky, twerky tweak, um, to that idea of where you continue the jump thing by attacking and then jumping off again, where it makes me not be able to just shut my brain off and enjoy the game. Then I'm like the old man with the big hands is like, I can't do this. Like, and, and it's like, <laughs> exactly. I don't want to play Call of Duty. I want to play Ninja Gaiden. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's very cool. The game yeah. is very cool, but I think it was just a, like a little bit too much that they got a little too antsy with the, uh, with the special. They got a little too fancy. I agree, yeah. man. And, and I, 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 I echo everything you said. Like I play it and you know, when I was playing it the other night, I got to the last boss in the eight bit area era area and um and i was like it took me an hour to get past him because you have to do you have to combine all these different things that you learned yeah including this wacky freaking jump attack thing bounce attack thing yep and i was like holy christ they they went one thing too far yeah. from my old man brain yep um yep and uh so anyway so so the game has like two main sections and i don't think we're really spoiling it by talking about you know, the 8-bit versus the 16-bit. Sure, looking, it's been out for three uh, years, areas. sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's been out for three years, and it was part of, like, the original trailers. Like, yeah. in the game, you get to a certain point where you, quote-unquote, time travel. And that what that does is it sends you forward in time to, uh, you know, makes the game look a lot better. <laughs> right. know, it, looks, it looks like a 16-bit game instead of an 8-bit game. Right. <clears throat> and in both in both parts of the game it's absolutely beautiful like like I, the pixel work is great um and and the music is great and and all that stuff so i i like both areas pretty much equally at this point um i'm not finished with the game i'm pretty early into the 16-bit area i also want to talk about the writing though um i think the writing is pretty damn spectacular in this game uh you, you have this uh you go to this shop there's like this shopkeeper that you visit all the time and you've got like this banter between your character and the shopkeeper and they put so much additional dialogue yeah it's, it's fucking nuts yeah for example <clears throat> in the shopkeeper's area there's a there's like a closet and anytime you go over and you try to open the closet he's like hey don't go in there <laughs> none of your business hands off right and you can keep doing it and it'll do this loop of like i don't know eight to ten you know, uh, uh, dialogue trees. Right? Sure. But out of, for, out of nowhere in this one random shop, when you go in and you do it again, it all of a sudden branches off and it goes on and on and on. <laughs> and I'm talking like 50 different exchanges between you and the shopkeeper. And he's like, so you thought I was going to end by now, didn't you? And then he's like, okay, I'll just loop back to the beginning of our dialogue. <laughs> and, and he does that. And you do it three more times, and he's like, "What are you doing?" Like I thought the loop would uh, would distract or would convince you that I'm, you know, that I'm done with this crap. You know? <laughs> and then it keeps going, and then he's like, "Fine, if you keep doing this, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a story, and you're not. It's gonna be unskippable, and you're gonna have to sit through the whole damn story." So you keep doing it, and sure enough, he tells you like a five minute long story that you can't <laughs> skip through. It's so good. So anyway, that's and hilarious. Then, uh, 
Yeah. And then outside of that, like you can just go to the shopkeeper and literally just ask him to tell you a story. And usually he does. And he'll like tell you a little fable or something. And they're always like pretty entertaining. So that's a lot of effort into it. Um, not, not, not a, not a, like an A plus game. No, really, really worth it. Yeah. And especially like, I think now you can get it for 10 bucks or less. Mm -hmm. I think it's totally worth it. Um, there was that uh, ninja game. What was it? Cyber Shadow or something that came yep. out last year. Yep. That was a good one too. I, I would say this one's kind of, I would put them about equal. They're different games. You know, Cyber Shadow is more kind of straightforward. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, it's interesting. But they're pretty equal. It's interesting that you got back into it because I believe when we reviewed Cyber Shadow on this show, or we didn't review it, but we talked about it, I think in depth, you, you had yeah. said something like, I certainly hope it's better than the messenger. And then you kind of gave some of your yeah. reasons why you dislike the messenger. And it's like, well, I don't mind messenger. And now you gave it a second yeah. chance. So it's true. I mean, even us and our old man brains, we can go back and play a game that we initially didn't care for. And now have a different opinion of it because we yeah. gave it that, that real opportunity to, to impress us. So that's fuck. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. Totally. I, I don't, I don't know that I'll finish it because like, sure. boy, it's, a, it's an endurance test, you know, yeah. for me, like, I, I was playing it in a handheld on the Switch, and by the end of the time I was playing it, my old freaking <laughs> arthritic fingers were just so goddamn <sighs> sore. Um, <laughs> they're just stumps. Uh But uh, yeah, but uh, I do enjoy it. I think it's I think it's a good game. I'm definitely more impressed with it than I was uh, a couple of years ago. Nice dude. So. Very cool. That is the messenger, my friend, which means it is time for me to use this transition moment to think of a last question. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Best uh, game homage. So best homage game, like a game that is obviously a callback to games of the past. Oh, shit. Uh, a game the best that one you've played is like, that that is a clear like spiritual successor you know a spiritual successor to an old game uh that you have played wow that is a really good question because i think there's a lot out there i just thought of it off the top of my head so oh yeah that's good um what you got man uh, i know there's probably better examples but the first thing that popped in my head is something we mentioned earlier and that's shovel knight I think Shovel Knight yep. is an amazing homage to DuckTales, Mega Man, and Castlevania. Like, here you go, love letter yep. for all of you guys that like those games. DuckTales, yeah. Mega Man, Castlevania. <laughs> Shovel Knight. That's, exactly. that's one of my favorites. That, that was going to be my answer as well. It was going to be my answer. There are others, though. There are others that are like, they're just like, remember when you were a kid and you loved this? It's like, what? Yeah. How are you doing this? It's not even licensed. And it's like, because it's not. It's not Cunho. It's can you <laughs> you know like <laughs> yeah. really yeah damn yeah like that that blazing chrome game that we talked yes about yes that, that is that is a really good contra game yeah. without it being yeah. contra um yeah exactly damn so that's a good question dude. all right all right well that's it for us if you want more of our stuff you can go to mojomenace.com on the main page we've got links to the forums the chat room and our merch our merch store, which uh, there's a sale going on right now, and I think it ends Sunday when this drops. So you can get a T-shirt for fourteen bucks. What? It ends. It ends today. Hurry up, while supplies last. Uh, Discord, all sorts of good stuff on our Discord chat, 
And uh, Dale lives in our forums, so you can click on the forums and hang out there. YouTube.com slash Mojo Menace, Twitch.tv slash Mojo Menace, all of the social medias we are at Mojo Menace. Josh, where can they find you? If you'd like to continue the conversation with me about Shovel Knight or even watch me play cool video games like Dragon Slayer, The Legend of Heroes, I'm doing that right now on Twitch, by the way. You can give me a follow at underscore Joshua Turbo. Don't forget the underscore as it is the most important underscore in all of the internet. And I'm going to remember to play the outro music this week. Until next week, bye-bye. Eat the tacos, come eat the tacos. Eat the tacos, come eat them up.